Takes prison story family. What's up, y'all? Salute, man. Hope everybody's having a good weekend so far. Big Mardi Gras down here in Galveston in New Orleans. You already know it's party time. I uh, want to apologize to everybody. I was actually going to do this live a couple days ago, but my daughter's not been feeling good and I've been working some long hours. So, you know, it is what it is, but got a couple good things to talk about tonight. Uh, Texas wise, Gib Lewis unit went on, went in on them quite a few times already. The same unit where they purposely let an inmate burn to death, same unit where an inmate was walking out in a guard's uniform, barely got caught. Uh, same unit where the man committed suicide in the picket, the guard. So, Gib Lewis is a troubled place. So, we're going to get into that in a little bit. And they're not going to like this. How about that? Do me a favor, y'all. Hit the thumbs up button for me. Let's see if we can get them thumbs up up and uh, help get this in the algorithm. And we're going to talk a little bit about Mr. Duggar. This guy here is a trip, y'all. Josh Duggar. I know a lot of my men probably won't know who he who he is. And honestly, I probably wouldn't either because I'm not much of a reality show watcher, I guess. But my mom, she loves she loves all that stuff. And shout out to Katie Joy without a crystal ball on her channel on YouTube. If you see this or anybody sends it to her, my mom watches her constantly. She's the one always talking about this guy. And uh, Zadar, what's up, baby? Welcome home, man. Glad to see you out here. Uh, Katie Joy was the first to report about Josh Duggar. Who, if y'all don't know who he is, he was on the TLC reality show, 19 Kids and Counting. His parents had 19 kids. He was the oldest one. And it came out that he molested some of his own sisters and somebody else in the sister were participants on the TV show. So it was like a really big deal. And a lot of people were invested in that show, tied to it because they watched it. They followed him and they were real disappointed in the man. And he was actually part of some, I believe, political action committee in Washington, D.C., something like that. And then he got caught and arrested for receiving child pornography and possession of child pornography. Then later, I believe they dropped the possession charge and he just got 12 and a half years in federal prison for the receiving, which basically meant, you know, somebody emailed it to him or he was on a site downloading it. But I guess they, he had already deleted it by the time they got it. I'm not exactly sure how that case worked, but here's where it gets crazy. They they give him 12 and a half years, and I believe he had some time served on that. And they send him to Siegelville, Texas. And that's really what caught my attention. Because when I was in federal prison, Siegelville was notoriously known as a safe haven for sex offenders, basically. It was a place where they had the programs and they weren't doing like you see on TV, attacking them and killing them, anything. They were... <clears throat> They were walking the compound freely over there. And it was confusing to me at first. Like, how's that even happening? But for first of all, it's a low security prison where the men there are either on short bids, they're nonviolent, they're not gang members, or they are people with longer bids that have been in prison for a long time and worked their way down there through good conduct, conduct, excuse me. And they don't want to lose the safer environment, the more privileges, you know, better food and all that stuff. So that's why the hardcore solid men who aren't 
chomos or anything, they don't do anything because they prefer to live where it's a little bit safer, more relaxed, like I said, better food. And Siegelville has a unicorn facility, I believe is what I was told, where they manufacture goods. Uh, some unicorns make bulletproof vests. Some unicorns make, I remember, army helmets, stuff like that. So these guys get paid like real free world money, uh, 200, probably like $200 a month. Some of the higher level jobs get paid more. Uh, one guy told me there was somebody make like 350 a month and it deposits onto their prison account. And in the feds, you could send that out to the free world. So believe it or not, there were men working at that place that could still buy their kids Christmas presents, still, you know, buy their kids birthday presents, send money home to their wife, stuff like that legally. No, uh, no crime involved. Okay. So guys are trying to get to these places. And also where I was at in Beaumont, there was no Unicor. They closed it. So there was very little incentive to even give a damn over there. It's kind of why it's like it is, you know. So anyway, they sent him to this prison where he's pretty much safe. He has no worries. There's no X on his back. Nobody's trying to kill him. There's a bunch of people just like him. And, you know, uh, I've heard more than i never seen this because I, I wouldn't look at it to begin with. And they weren't at the prison I was at. But they say in these prisons, these guys have uh, child pornography inside the prison. That's how sick it is, believe it or not. You know, like they buy and trade child pornography like a normal man with a, a penthouse magazine in prison or something like that. So it's some sick shit going on. A lot of sickos there and everything else. But here's the crazy part. Josh Duggar was just arrested while in federal prison for having a cell phone. OK. And nobody exactly knows how he got caught if he got caught in a shakedown if somebody told on him if somebody that he called reported him who knows but he did actually get arrested for the phone okay and what they'll do in the feds is usually add about a year onto your sentence so you have to finish he has to finish his 12 and a half year sentence and then do that year okay so it added a year onto his thing but that's not the big deal you know, well, it's 12 and a half and 13 and a half. That's not a that's not a big difference. What he just did to himself is one, he just went to the shoe. They said even though that he got convicted of these charges and exposed from the less than the other kids, that his wife was still coming to visit him, still bringing the children to see him, stuff like that. So he's gonna be down to the uh shoe visit. How about that? On the telephone, watching on TV. He's going to be stuck back there waiting on everything to happen and be transferred to a higher level prison. And this is where he's going to run into his problem. As far as I know, I've only heard of two. He's in a low now. Okay. He's in a low security. So he's getting stepped up to a medium. And I only know about two mediums that are really uh, sex offender friendly and the rest of them, his life will be in danger. You know, like first day, Josh Duggar will be going to PC once he touches one of these. So right now he's at the mercy of the system. Are they going to send, I think, Forest City, Arkansas is one of them where they would uh, kind of ignore him over there. And I think it's in Atlanta or somewhere like that, or, or I believe it is over there. Uh, they have a sex offender program. So they send them over there before they're getting released. But 
once he steps into if he steps this for instance say he was transferred to beaumont medium or victorville medium or coleman medium or one of these other ones like that he's gonna have two he's gonna have three options Oh, Josh Duggar's going to tell the intake officer that he can't walk this compound. He's going straight to a, excuse me, going straight back to the shoe. He's going to be back there with the rats, roaches, bugs, and the craziest inmates. And they're going to leave him back there as a check-in PC for a long, they're going to let him rot. And the reason they do that is to make, to discourage you from even going back there. Because by legal, you know, by law, the feds have to protect you and put you in PC. That's the difference between Texas state and the feds. So if you walk onto this prison and tell them you're not safe, you're scared for your life and you need protection, they're going to send you to the shoe. What they're trying to discourage by leaving people back there for a long time before they send them to another prison is people doing it just for the hell of doing it because they don't want to be around other people. They don't want to go to population or they went to a prison they don't like. So they're going to say their life is in danger, get transferred. They're going to punish you. They're going to say they're going to, they're going to uh, let you rock back there. Basically, you know, uh, in the shoe, whether you're on restriction or not, the only commissary you're allowed to buy is batteries for your radio, one bag of coffee a week and one Snickers a week. And you can buy your hygiene products. So Josh Duggar was living good, living high on the hog in there in general population with the telephone, big commissary, big visits, everything. Now his ass is down to a TV screen visit, shackled everywhere he goes, in and out of the cages in the rec yard. He's wearing a, a jumpsuit now instead of a uniform or no sleeves. And he's back there where it's miserable over the cell phone. And the cell phone could even possibly be an issue. Don't quote me on this, but I know that a lot of the guys that are child pornographers are not allowed to have a smartphone anymore. That was a deal uh, at the halfway house when I went to the feds in Houston, went to the halfway house. First thing I did was have somebody bring me a smartphone and they weren't allowed at that time. So they kept confiscating my phones. Most of the money I came home with wasn't too much. I burned up buying new cell phones. They return them back to you when they release you. So when I was done with the six months halfway house, I came out with a bag full of phones. Didn't even have nothing to do with them. You know what I mean? So his family and himself better pray like hell that he doesn't get sent to one of these medium prisons that don't tolerate people like him. Because although his wife forgave him, forgave him or don't believe him or whatever, these guys ain't going to care about that. They have nothing better to do than just chase sex offenders, chase predators. Uh, the only thing that could possibly even save them, but it's not going to happen in the feds, it would happen in the state, would be that he gets extorted. That'll be his best. If he hits a real live medium, that'll be his best bet is try to get extorted instead of stomp out to death, lose all your teeth and shit. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a... It's kind of a big deal, more than the year. If they would have just added another year and he stayed at the low security, friendly-ass Siegelville, he would have been fine. The actual punishment is going to be sending him up in that security level. And when he gets to another medium, guess what? He better walk a straight line. If he gets to one of the sex offender-friendly mediums, 
and fucks up there. Now, guess what's happening? He's going to the USP. Fails a drug test. Caught with another phone. Uh, gets caught with a knife because he's scared. He's going where now? He goes from getting his teeth knocked out, stomped out, and extorted, to now they're going to kill you. And you spend the rest of your time in that security level in the USP. And the way that even he fixes that situation is he'll just rot in the shoe in protective custody until his security points go back down. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he's 34 years old. Okay, when you in the federal system, your security points drop by two when you turn 35. So without knowing exactly where his level is or whatever, I can't exactly call it, but you, you can bet that he's going up to that medium now. So he's going to see real prison that he wasn't expecting, you know. And for some reason, y'all tell me uh, what you think in the comments. Why do you think it is that uh, sex crimes, unless it's a violent rape, is not listed as a violent crime? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I guess child pornography, not necessarily unless you're creating it a violent crime, but sex offenders and stuff like that are not considered violent criminals. So they send them to the soft ass prisons. I think it's um, Hilltop in Texas is one of them that they send them to. And they have these sex offender programs. You know what I mean? That was something that I was going to talk about in a separate video, but I'll just talk about it for a second and I'm going to get on to Gib Lewis unit. Y'all really actually need to hear this about Gib Lewis unit. It's kind of amazing. And do me a favor. If you're watching this, we have a hundred people watching. Can you get the thumbs up for me real quick? Just back out and hit that, tap that thumbs up one time for Texas prison stories, please. But any convicted uh, sex offender in Texas, usually that makes parole part of their parole Part of making parole, getting accepted for parole and stuff like that on those type of cases is admitting responsibility and uh, admitting remorse, I guess. And they parole you to a sex offender program. So it's going to be difficult for a man that's any man that's still continuing to say he's innocent to make parole. And if he makes parole and is shot to one of these actual programs and completes it then you know for a fact he was in there admitting guilt and remorse you know what i mean because that's the way it works if you don't they'll say you're non-compliant send you back so it's a little bit of trip but i'm gonna go in a little bit about uh this amazing shit going on in gibb lewis unit y'all woodville texas it's crazy uh what they've been exposed right now for housing men and basically like dog cages over there. And the ad seg, which is the shoe version in, in, the, in the feds, they call it shoe special housing unit in the state. It's called administrative segregation. And they changed the name now actually to re, uh, restrictive housing. They made it sound a little bit better, more friendly, but it's still the same shit. Texas is so short on staff that a lot of times these guys never see the wreck yard, never, never see the wreck yard. Okay, just ain't enough people to take them. They have cages inside of the day rooms on a lot of these prisons, and they'll do what's called an indoor wreck just to try to um, make it legal. And a lot of times they don't do that. Your recreation is not a constitutional right. It's a 
considered a privilege. And if they're short on staff, they won't do it. What Gib Lewis unit is doing is obviously they're overcrowded right now. They have these men living in these tiny cages and we haven't been able to confirm how long the longest has stayed in these cages. But the deal is the cages are too small for a man to even lay down. If you sleep in the cage, you're having a mat on the floor and curling up like a baby. Okay. That's not the worst part. There's no sink in these cages and there's no toilet. So the men are basically having to uh, defecate, do a number two on their tray and slide it to back to the SSR. They're having to pee in soda cans, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Which there's people, uh, it's crazy people in prison. You know what I mean? But we say it all the time. A lot of them deserve to be there. I was guilty. I deserve to be there. You know, I ain't tripping on that, but there's still basic human rights and obligations that you're supposed to fulfill for these people. And I would say shitting in your dinner tray or shitting in a, a Johnny sack isn't one of them. That ain't quite the way it should go. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I know Texas has closed prisons. It was big in the news. Greg Abbott closed the ID unit just for the immigrants. Central unit closed. They closed some other ones. One of the jesters, I believe, closed. So are we now back to overcrowding in Texas prisons? Or are we just doing some cruel, unusual ass torture just to be funny? That's what I need to know. Um, if it's overcrowding, open one of the prisons back up. If it's cruel, unusual torture, cut it out, man. You guys are going to keep getting exposed. People are going to keep talking about it, and it's hit the media. You know what I mean? So, Gib Lewis, it's, it's, it's high security. It has a high security wing. It's one of the high security. And um, in California, they call them 180 wings. If you're watching California, Gib Lewis is like a 180 high security. And it houses some of the worst of the worst. You know, violent offenders inside, stuff like that. But everybody there isn't like that. And if you actually know a little bit more about what's going on or one of your families over there, I appreciate you put it in the comments and let us know uh, how long they're doing that to these men. Are they are they keeping them there housed? Are they just doing it till people make parole? What the hell's going on? I need to look up more of the numbers of actual the crowding. But here's the deal. If that is an overcrowding thing, Gibb Lewis hasn't changed since the day it was built. Okay, it has a certain maximum capacity. And that uh that number doesn't change. So there should never be a day in time where they send one too many men. That's a failure in the system. You understand? So they need to get the system right. How about that? We can help. And all the way we can help them get the system right is by keeping on their ass. You know what I mean? Like, I say it all the time. This is not the life you want. You don't want to be at these people's mercy. You don't want to be sleeping in that dog cage, curled up, taking a shit in your Johnny sack bag, sharing underwear, doing all this field squad. It just ain't what it is. You know what I mean? It's not the business. These guys are back there doing the uh, food strike right now. TDC has barred these men from even speaking to the media. If there's a media that wants to contact an inmate about the food strike, it's being denied right now. And I don't even know if that's constitutional. Is it possible to even do that? 
maybe an attorney is watching us let us know constitutional rights experts is that right because they're doing a peaceful protest okay they haven't hurt nobody they're not violent it's not a criminal act anything it's a peaceful protest and they're right not to eat tdcj false reported the numbers uh they're playing games we had a couple guys report that they weighed on uh writing down wrong numbers they've shaken down these men's cells over and over again they're threatening them verbally with uh retaliation within the system there's a lot of stuff going on to knock out what they're doing and i just don't think the average person understands the violations of these men's rights you know what i mean that's the crazy part and i say it in every single video however you feel about them or not one of them could always be one of your family member you know everybody everybody's family had that black sheep how about that whether it was you or somebody else and you still don't want that black sheep in your family living inhumanely getting tortured mistreated mentally tortured uh malnourished heat strokes you know what i mean like we just talked about josh duggar his own wife still comes to support him still comes and brings the kids and she'll probably watch this video and start worrying more if he hadn't told her already what's going on and i'm sorry man this have to, how you have to hear it but you have to understand what it is when you support people that everybody else is against then they turn against you too you know and right now it's just a uh, not your time to be a criminal how about that i'll quote mr larry rest in peace mr larry because he would always say it's not your time to be a criminal anymore people doing crimes with cameras and ip addresses telling on them things like that you know what i mean so i don't know it's 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 nuts, y'all. Look, Zadog 400, man. That's the young homie right there from uh, Baytown, Texas, in the comments. Let me get to the comments for a second. Zadog just got, got out. He was locked back up. Make sure you check that video out. And uh, he's got a YouTube channel, too. Ashley Baker. Let's see. Oh, I don't blame you, man. Hell no. There's a reason, you know, that... uh. They're the lowest of the low, even among the lowest of the low. How about that? Uh, a man can kill 20 people. A guy can rob 50 banks. Another man can hit an old guy with a frying pan in his hand, head, kill him. And all of them will look down on, the, on one of those. So Australian Prison Stories TV. What's up, man? Golf Bank. Perry Mason. Yeah, facts. Chris, J49, Chaz, James, what's up, man? Y'all hit that thumbs up button for me, man. Y'all show some love. My daughter right now, Dixon, what's up, brother? I didn't see you in the comments. Jack Tripper, that's one of my, look right there. I'm one of the first subscribers ever on this channel. For real, for real. Stella Bella, what's up? Jalen Beasley, Lisa, hey, Lisa. Sarah, what's up? Artie, that's my man from the Bay. Yay, area, Wolf, Wolf Moon, Miss Wolf Moon. All right, that's what's up, y'all. So uh, I guess I'll go in a little bit about my personal feelings on this food strike. And I said, actually tell you a little more, is uh, what, they're, what they explained it to me. And I got a message from one of them's family that said, I didn't have their technique down and what's going on. They were actually staggering their start on purpose. 
because they knew people weren't going to be able to last and that this was going to take longer than than any human being could make it how about that but so they knew what they're about what they're rotating and about to do the men that started first tapped out while other men began then when they about to die i guess or they, they can't take it no more here come the other men and units are rotating and everything but they said they don't have any type of communication with each other right now so it's only going to be people's families spreading this word to people that's participating you know uh people's wives people's moms stuff like that see these videos see it in the media so that's why tdcj has been reporting they reported at one instance it was only six people still going which reports from the inmates were way higher than that stuff like that because they're hoping these inmates moms their wives their kids see this in a newspaper and say baby it's over there's only six more people going and they tap out if they would have actually came from the first day and reported in the media and that it was in the newspapers and everything the other inmates are subscribed to newspapers. They get these reports, they watch the news and they see in prisons throughout Texas. Oh, look y'all inmates are actually doing this. Let's join. So that's what they're deathly afraid of. They're trying to squash anything out of the media and shout out to Brittany, the one that's helping to do all this. She's doing an awesome uh, media campaign, spreading awareness. And she's actually working with some guy, I believe to do a documentary about administrative segregation which is basically uh solitary confinement that goes on in texas so when that documentary comes out that's gonna be oh and guess who's doing it i believe it's al jazeera al jazeera is an arab news network it's kind of like the cnn coming out the middle east and not saying they're against the usa or anything like that but they're uh more apt to look at it from outside outside looking in instead of the inside looking in or the inside looking out they're looking at it from a whole third party another country and they're looking to interview and talk to people that have um you know dealt with family that's committed suicide and aggravated segregation family that's went crazy in there and stuff like that so if there's anybody with that you can get up with us and we might can might can do something to help change the situation a little bit you know what i mean but y'all i'm gonna tap out of here man listen i had a long day i had to work today too we got a little saturday work in y'all hit the thumbs up button for me before we leave if it's your first time watching you know subscribe and all that i don't like saying all that stuff y'all but y'all know what to do uh again appreciate it this is not the life you want y'all stay free man go to school kids no drugs none of that shit, man for real get you a good job and live this life because all the nerds when i was young are out here living large having uh houses boats pools and all the thugs are still broke think about that y'all catch y'all later